Welcome to the podcast of Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Ishen, the General Overseer of Spirit Life Revival Ministries and the Executive Pastor at the Oracle's Place, the ministry's headquartered branch in Accra, Ghana. A message centered on faith, the prophetic, wisdom, the anointing, and the supernatural. Stay with us because there is a word arranged and aligned by God for you in today's podcast. Now, today's message. Some people say prophecy has power, but listen, when God, Jesus, sent up on high, the Bible said he led captivity captive and he gave gifts unto men. And he gave the gift of the apostle, the gift of the prophet, the gift of the evangelist, the gift of the pastor, and of the teacher for the perfecting of the sin, for the work of the ministry. So believe in what the Bible is saying more than what a man is saying. He gave fivefold ministry. And some said, You don't call me apostle, call me brother. Where in the Bible is the word brother? I don't have to you let me let me stick to my message and go. I'm a very troublesome preacher, forgive me. What was I even saying? Now I got your attention now. I got your attention. Watching over your prophecy. Now my wife got pregnant. I impregnated her. What? Because somebody dared me and said, You, you are married. We will see how you make your wife pregnant. I got anointed. So I went up to God and I said, God, don't help me. I don't need your help in this issue. Don't come and help me at all. I know you can do it. You can do all things. I know. But this thing, I don't want you to do it. I remember what you did for Mary that made Joseph anoint. I don't want repetition of that. So God, leave me to do my own work. Is somebody following me? Sure. It's not everything I want God to do for me. I love the Holy Spirit. But there are some things Holy Spirit cannot do. I don't know. Hey. Oh, you don't know. Holy Spirit says I married has never cooked for me once. It's my wife who cooks for me. When I look around for Holy Spirit, it's prophecy he brings, miracles, healing, revelation. But for food, he has never brought one. So I said to God, God, this thing that this person has said, don't come and help me. And don't repeat what he repeated. In case you don't want us to go to court. Because I said, I love going to court. Hallelujah. I will stand in the court of the Lord. It means that God even have a court that we, we get there to deal with issues. Is someone following me? So I told God, if he misbehaves, I will take him to court. I love him. He's my father. I like him. But as my father, what I need from him at this time is not even to pray. Because when a human being dares me, I don't need God to deal with a human being. Except the strength of the human being is more than my strength. But God, you have said to me, there is no problem. That has overtaken us. But such as is common unto man. So every issue that we go through is common. The reason why you think your own is uncommon, is ordinary, is because you have special ignorance. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Not for lack of prayer. What you don't know, that's what is killing you. So I say, God, stay away. Yes, you can ask God to stay away. Because when I'm wee-wee, I don't say, God, is it your will or your purpose for me to wee-wee? No, I wee-wee by my own self. Is someone following me? So there are things I don't need God. He's all known. My biological father, there are things my father can do for me. When I was getting married, he advised me powerful. 
But when they say you may kiss the bride, I did not see my father there. I was the one who did it. Because he knew at that time I am mature. And I need to do that so that my father-in-law will clap for me. Is someone following me? What are you talking about? <laughs> so, I did the job. My wife became pregnant. Then, we were seeing signs. So, I said, go to the hospital and check. When my wife checked, a certain medical doctor said, Oh, it is ectopic pregnancy. Ectopic. I was so much scared. Ectopic. But I already received prophecy that when I get married, I will see my first baby before my first, my first year anniversary. So I was walking with prophecy. And immediately I see my baby, major doors will open. So the reason why I was hurrying up to see the baby was because there was miracles and breakthrough attached to the coming of the baby. Can you understand what I'm saying? And here a medical doctor interrupt my testimony with a topic. And I said, okay, so my wife called me and my wife was crying. So I was looking at the report of the medical doctor and the report of God that God have said I'm going to have a baby in my first year. Now it means that if this baby is carried out, they ask the baby come before the time, I will need at least around three months before I try to work again before pregnancy come. And when pregnancy come, I will need nine months of pregnancy before I see the baby. By the time the ninth month will be, I've already celebrated my first anniversary that means this wasn't the prophecy so i decided to hold on to the prophecy and not hold on to what the medical doctor has said what was i doing i was watching my prophecy why prophecy can be stolen prophecy can be uh, can be diverted prophecy can be aborted prophecy can be delayed if you don't watch that's what they told you you will marry in 1992. We are in 2014. Even beloved, you don't have it. And the same prophet who prophesied to the other person who has seen fulfillment is the same prophet who prophesied to you. Now it means that there is a problem with you and not with the prophecy or with the prophet. Because you are not watching your prophecy. Is someone following me? So I was scared, but I also was holding on to the prophecy. So immediately I took my Bible to search where in the Bible the word ectopic appeared. When I searched the Bible again and again, I did not see ectopic. So I said, now let me check pregnancy. When, when, when I checked, I find some scriptures. And one of the scriptures that I find that is connected to pregnancy says that on my land, none shall be called barren and none shall miscarry. I came to the conclusion, my prophecy will come to pass. Is someone following me? By the time my wife returned from the hospital, I was already eating. When she came, she was already crying. Because she heard the report of the medical doctor, but also heard a reinforcement of the report of God, which imparted strength. 
Now let me tell you something. If a man is holding something like a gun, and the man says, I will kill you. Give me your money. You can easily part with your money. Why? You don't know. But if the man came for the gun from me, and I know the gun is a toy gun, I will be even surprised that a toy gun has been pointed at you, and you are parted with everything. Are you following me? When we buy into knowledge, it imparts strength. It imparts strength. So when my wife came, I said to her, I have also heard from God and God has spoken to me. And the words that God spoke to me, God never spoke about a topic. The word I heard from God was that on this line, you will not miscarry. And you shall not be called barren. Then I said, forget about whatever the medical doctor said. That is his opinion. God also has an opinion. They said, come and let us do D and C. D and what? Don't abort your prophecy. Three months later, four months, five months, six months, seven months, eight months, nine months, my wife went to do a checkup. And the senior medical officer said, who said this is a topic? I would have lost my prophetic child by ignorance. Many people have lost their prophecy through ignorance, through what they don't know or what they think that God is even saying. Now, when you look at the scriptures, I bring my message to an end. The Bible said, this woman went and cried from God. And according to God's prophetic word, the one who will become stronger, the one who will become blessed, is supposed to be who? It's supposed to be who? The younger. Who is the younger one? Jacob. Now, when Jacob was born, we saw that Jacob was already holding Esau. He was telling Esau that there is a prophecy on my life. I was supposed to come before you, but you have gone. But I have still held on to your heels. And Bible said, the mother never spoke to the father about what has happened. So when it was time for the father to bless, the father did not know the prophecy. So the father called Esau and said to Esau, bring me food. Set as I love and let me bless you. But the man that who knew the prophecy was watching over the prophecy. Because he was watching over the prophecy, the mother intervened and made Jacob receive the blessing. Because that was what was instituted from the womb. That the blessing was for Jacob. If the mother had not watched, what lawfully belonged to Jacob would have been given to Esau. According to birth, Esau was supposed to carry the birthright. But according to prophecy, Jacob was supposed to carry it. Prophecy 
is stronger than any documentation. Prophecy is stronger than any legal decision. That's why you need to value your prophecy. Now there is someone here that you needed a job. What you did was to write a letter. A letter is white documented. Now you send a letter to a company, they wrote you a letter or they called you for an interview which is well spoken and after the interview they gave you another letter which is also well documented. The appointment letter they gave you, gave you a position. The appointment letter gave you salary. So what gave you salary was the words inside the letter. Now if the words of men can give you a job, now think about what words from God can do in your life. Now, when you go to the law court and a judge gives sentence, no matter your height, no matter your educational background, no matter your title, as long as the judge says you have been sentenced to 10 years imprisonment, from that moment you are going, you can shake your head, you go. In the words of a man, can carry someone to prison and a word from the same man can acquit someone imagine how powerful words from god are i came tonight to speak word from god i came tonight to bring you word from the womb of god i came tonight to prophesy there is a word concerning your life and in that word lieth your destiny in that world, lieth your future. So what must you do in order to watch over your prophecy? Number one, the power of remembrance. When I talk about the power of remembrance, I am talking about the power of understanding and clarity. Understanding what the prophetic word was. If your prophecy will not be stolen, will not be aborted, will not be diverted, will not be delayed, you need to understand the terms in your prophecy. God said to Abraham, your seed will go into captivity for 400 years. But Abraham did not understand the, 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 the content of the prophecy. It was until 430 years that they came out. Their prophecy was delayed because they did not understand. They did not remember. Do you remember what God says? Do you remember the prophecy you received last year? My baby was rescued out of the hand of a medical doctor because I remembered my prophecy. I will see my baby before my first anniversary. And I was holding on to that word. What is the word that God has given to you? Understand that word. Ask for clarity. Understand God's word. And hold on to the word. Number two. It's the place of his presence and relationship. Prophecy can be compared to pregnancy. When a woman becomes pregnant, it doesn't mean she will have, give birth to a baby. What it means is that if she knows how to carry herself, by the nine months, she will see a baby. 
But if she begins to behave as if she wasn't pregnant, she can easily miscarry. So your prophecy can be miscarried. That's why when a lady gets pregnant, most of the time she visits the hospital. So that with the constant checkup, if there is any problem with the pregnancy, the medical doctor will all be able to tell there is a problem. Now when I talk about this person, in order to watch over your prophecy, develop a deep relationship. Because prophecy is not conclusive. Prophecy is progressive. God will speak here a little, there a little, here a little, there a little. When it is joined together, you have a complete mindset of what God is saying. The power of his presence. Hezekiah received a prophecy that God was going to kill him. By the time Isaiah left, Hezekiah went to pray and God sent Isaiah again to bring more clarity because of his presence that I will not kill you now. I've added 15 more years to your age. The woman we call the Shunammite woman received a baby by prophecy but the woman maintained a solid relationship with the prophet and understand the prophet is symbolic of God. And a woman is symbolic of a man or a woman who had received prophecy. He, she was still in contact with God. So immediately the prophecy died. Immediately the baby died. Whereas others were crying, she never cried. Whereas others were mourning, she never mourned. She put the baby on the bed. She prepared for the man of God. And she ran to God. She ran to the present because she was always going. She knew where the man of God was. Some of you, you receive prophecy and you leave God's presence. You can't be going on the devil's direction and encounter God's blessing. You can't travel on the ticket of the devil and expect God to pick you up at the airport. He will do it. So when you receive prophecy, God is your doctor. Maintain a constant relationship. Be in service. So that if there is a problem, God can let you know. You don't receive prophecy and move on into sin. God said you are going to become a great man of God. And you leave God's presence and you indulge in sin. You, you, you drink shala poshwa. Obadana. Ogirigidi shege. Oboso yefe. Enomsa papa. Kai. You are even a disgrace to the devil. You don't receive prophecy. And you are not active in church. You can lose the prophecy. Why? The devil's purpose is always to paint God as a liar. When the devil appeared for the first time to Eve, he asked him, what has God said? And he started painting God as a liar. So when you stay out of his presence, the devil can let you miscarry the prophecy. Now you go around saying, I don't believe in all this prophet. When you receive the word, you were into prostitution. When you receive the word, you were in sin. When you receive that you were a liar, God said, you're going to become a rich man. Even paying tight is hard. 
You think that God is a fool? God said you'll be rich. Yes. But even that 10,000 Ghana city they give you as your salary, paying tithe is a big problem. That 5,000 paying tithe is a big problem. Stay in God's presence that God will check the content of your prophecy. Number three, the place of wisdom and silence. Prophecy is not meant for negotiation. Prophecy is not meant for discussion. Prophecy is not meant for talking. Because you can speak little grammar. You want everybody to know what God said. And no one can say when I went to church, go away. Speaking English is not a proof of wisdom. It is a sign that you can speak somebody's language very well. It doesn't mean you are wise. Everything you hear, you want everybody to know. Don't be Joseph. Joseph will receive word. He broadcast the word. That's why he went through whatever he went through. Ochiala. The place of wisdom and silence. Know who you must share your word with. Know when to keep quiet. Don't open your mouth because you have a big mouth. Keep quiet. There are things you must keep to yourself. There are things God has spoken to me. Apart from myself and my wife. No one knows. Because they are heavy duty. If I tell you, if I'm not careful, you envy me. And we even say, this guy should die very soon. Keep quiet. Apply wisdom. Apply wisdom. Concerning that word. Do you know that there was a time where Elijah sent someone with a prophetic word? And he said to him, when you go, there is already a king. When you go, call the captain. Enter into the room. Shut the door. Tell him the word inside and move out. What does that mean? If you don't apply wisdom and discretion here, when the king hears that another king is coming, he will kill him. Have you forgotten when Herod heard that another Messiah, another king was born, he killed children. Keep your prophecy. Keep quiet. Stop talking too much concerning that word. Number four. The power of prayer. Bible says watch and pray. It means that watching goes with prayer. In Acts chapter 12, the apostles prayed that let Peter be released. Peter was released. They were still praying, wasting prayer. Peter was knocking at the door. When Rhoda said Peter was at the door, they said, thou art mad. They were praying. They were not watching. Watching goes with prayer. In order to watch over your prophecy, invest in prayer. Invest in prayer. Enter the school of prayer. Begin to communicate with God because prophecy is God communicating to man. Prayer is man communicating to God. As you communicate to God, God will speak to you about the prophecy. So attend the school of prayer. Attend the school of prayer. Number, number five. The place of seed. The place of sacrifice. 
around that time when my wife received the report from the medical doctor my wife first decided god i will sow my car as a seed on the 28th of december she warned me say sow my car as a seed look for somebody and give the car she sacrificed her car because of the prophetic seed she wasn't ready to lose it and when she sold the seed the verdict from the medical doctor changed anytime that god spoke to abraham you will see an abraham built an altar anytime that god spoke and abraham built an altar altar stands for two things altar is a place of prayer and a place of sacrifice the place of the seed when you receive a prophetic word look out for opportunity so prophecy is like the diagnosis of a medical doctor well, there are seven parts to prophecy. Maybe tomorrow I'll touch that. The place of revelation. The place of understanding. Well, I'll get that later. Are you following me? Sow a seed. Sow a seed. Find a way to secure that prophecy. Prophecy is like a medical doctor diagnosing your sickness. Diagnosis does not bring healing. The fact that they diagnose you are migraine doesn't mean you are healed. It's the first step. Am I correct? Dr. Savako, am I correct? Fine. The next one will be prescription. Having the prescribed drugs is not enough. Your ability to go by the prescription, that is what many are not willing to do. And I receive a word, and I'm going to receive a word. I receive over the next day, you, you are at a, a disco. They call it club. Christian, if we look at your phone, we will see every worldly songs. Why would they not fight against your prophecy? Why would they not fight against your prophecy? When the doctor says that this medicine I've given to you, take two in the morning, two in the afternoon, two in the evening. Then say, oh, say, voila, the day it means I will take six. So if it is six, let me add everything. Take in one. If you are not, you don't blame the medical doctor. Nah, I think I've talked a little. Let me close. I've closed. What do you think? Can I prophesy to just three people? We believe you have been blessed and inspired by today's word. For more of such messages, follow God's Oracle via podcast at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation and at Prophetic Faculty. You can also reach Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on plus two three three five five zero 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 nine six or follow Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on social media 
via the following handles at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on Instagram, at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation on Facebook, and at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation on YouTube. Thank you and God bless you.